Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> you think That's you had a bad story, day. Dad. You think you had a bad day yesterday. <laughs> Holy. Oh, man. Yeah, they had to bring the plane back. They had to sit there. Took them, what, four or five hours to yeah. clean it? They, they took out, out all, all the, the carpeting. Carpet. Yeah. I mean, how much? Well, never mind. But yeah. <laughs> all the carpeting in this big plane oh, I, I, from it, one person and diarrhea. I mean, I know, would I mean, imagine they had to spray it with disinfectant right down to the metal, don't you think? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, how did the pilot know he had to? Well, you know, they do they do recycle the air. You're up in the cockpit. That's the air. Um, let, let me, for those of you who are wondering exactly what we're talking about, a Delta flight en route to Barcelona, Spain. Can you, Now, think about that. Can you imagine if it happened, like, halfway there and you had another, like, four and a half hours to Barcelona? Anyway, it was going from Atlanta, Georgia. It was uh, forced to make a U-turn because a passenger... A passenger had uh, diarrhea hey, on the airplane. You know, some people, now, some that's people a very human there, thing. God bless him. He was probably oh, very yeah. sick. You know, maybe he was nervous about flying. Well, how do you know it was a he? I think they said it was a guy. I think I heard where oh, maybe man. it wasn't a guy. But I'll tell you one thing. They were full of it <laughs> in more ways than yeah, one. You know, when somebody goes, hey, you know what? You need in the bathroom because I'm going to go blow it up. This dude blew up the plane. <laughs> he sure Talk did. Blow out. You know, oh, we're, we're, it's it's nothing to to laugh at. But can you imagine well, being the person sitting right behind him? I mean, come on, you know. Well, you know, that kind of redoes the old line. Delta is ready when you are apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I've heard of pilots making emergency landings, but that's a that's got to be it for us. And what do you oh. what do you say if you're like the uh, flight attendant on that plane? Do you know what do you, what do you say, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we've had a little problem. Uh, if you heard a gurgling noise from a passenger in uh, in, in row number seven, uh, that's been oh. rectified. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you know. Do you, do you get bonus point bonus miles for that? Now the other question I was thinking was, how sick was this guy or gal, whoever it was? You know, I mean, we don't really. Know. How sick was that passenger? Was it something that the other passengers have to be screened for now, or is is the entire plane going to get sick? You know. Well, I, I guess the one telltale. Uh, <clears throat> Telltale. <laughs> uh, I guess the one telltale side would be when you get home and you go, oh, ooh, oh. And you yes. hope you can make it in time because apparently, you know, the well, I guess you, you know, have to stay. They they sit there and they say, stay seated until we release the fastened seatbelt. Well, you know, I, I was thinking, oh. let's say the poor guy or gal had a colonoscopy. Like that the day before, you know, some oh, and, and, drinking and, the fluid. and they, they drink that prep, you know, and, and usually it's out of your system by the time you have a, it better be out of your system by the time you have so a he was colonoscopy. Going to Barcelona to get the colonoscopy. Oh, <laughs> it was cheaper. <laughs> it was cheaper in Barcelona. Save some money here. I'm going to catch this flight, but I better drink this before I go. Hey, hey. Ooh. 
You know, <laughs> that old line, yeah. Who'd have thought? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we've had our fun, but uh, our condolences to the passengers who were seated right next to that uh, passenger, and I uh, hope that passenger feels better. Because, oh, yeah, ooh. I'm sure he does now, I mean. <laughs> and, boy, you'll know you'll know that you're on that airplane when you walk on and see all this brand-new carpeting, new seat covers. Yeah, I know. You know. But, you know, some smells permeate into, like, you know, well, I hope they replaced the chair he was sitting in. Oh, I, well, you, <laughs> you, you got to think, right, that maybe they would take but, that out and... How big was this person for, I mean, this plane is a big plane. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, uh, you could, you could blow up and not cover all the, uh, well, he did blow up. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to uh, say not, that, but then not that cover was, all the, yes. how would you like to be the passenger right next to that? Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> Can I help you, sir? Are you all right? <laughs> oh no. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Be like a scene out of uh, what was that movie where the guy sitting or the the old lady sitting next to the guy that couldn't shut up? And so he looks over and she's hanged. She's I can see though. I can see. Do you ever watch the TV show Air Disasters? Where they where they recreate tragedies? You know, they I cannot see them doing this. I cannot see them doing this because. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, maybe they ought to change their colors to uh, the same colors of uh, a UPS. Uh, oh, stop plane. that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, there are serious things happening in our world. Not that that wasn't serious for the passenger who had the problem, but uh, uh, the Ukraine war continues. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I, I got this interesting fact yesterday. Factoid. Ukraine's okay. outgoing defense minister claims his country is spending approximately $100 million a day on the war against Russia, a sum that exceeds the more than $95 million President Joe Biden wants to send Maui for the whole, for the whole city, that whole area burning down and all those people mm -hmm. dying. Biden wants to send maybe $95 million if they need it. And we're giving $100 million a day to the Ukraine to fight this ridiculous war? Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I, I often wonder, I had a note here, you know, but basically, you know, I'm wondering if the fix is in, you know, that, uh, you know, are we going to sit there and just it's 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 the same thing all over again? I mean, the Democrats, you know, you sit there and you look at all the things in the news. Racism is, oh. is rearing its ugly hey. head. You transgenderism. You've got uh, you hear global about weather it, phenomena. This kid Enrique Tur uh, Tario, Enrique Tario. He was, uh, I guess, he's one of the leaders of Proud Boys. Who, by the way, they've never really been proven to have done anything terrible then they're trying to make them sound like they're terrorists but they really didn't do anything on january 6th you know they they right. uh, may have talked a big talk but they didn't burn things down or do all those things that uh, the left did in seattle and portland and minneapolis well yesterday that same judge tim kelly the one who they keep saying well he was appointed by donald trump yeah, but he's giving all these incredibly ridiculous sentences out to these people. Mm. He he gave uh, 
he gave Tario 22 years in federal prison. That's more than a murderer gets in many cases. All right. Well, did you hear Adam Schiff? He sat there and said, you don't have to be convicted of the crime for insurrection. It's oh. just... Well, you know, Schiff is... Schiff, you know, he, kept, he keeps telling people, Bill, that he's a, a screenwriter. Well, he's and writing he, a play, all right. He writes fiction every day. This guy, he's the guy, if you'll remember, when he was on that committee, when Russia, mm. Russia, Russia, when he... He read from a memo, supposedly, that was, was it was a lie. Every single thing that he read was fiction. Adam is more full of it than the guy on the Delta <laughs> flight. I, I can tell you that right now. And we're wading through his stuff. Yes, he's full of Schiff. I, he certainly is. Uh, I'm glad you said Schiff. I did. I was going to go, ooh, yeah. edit. Boy, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh. <laughs> Uh, you got, usually I'm the one with it. You gotta <laughs> laugh, folks. But uh, uh, he, he, yes, you're right. Schiff is out there doing these uh, personal appearances on uh, the very compliant uh, mainstream media, and he's he's putting out this um, what is it? The Fourteenth Amendment possibility. Maybe. Well, that's where he's saying you don't have to be convicted of it to use the Fourteenth yeah. Amendment against you. It's the mere fact that. You're accused of it, the Fourteenth Amendment kicks in, and I'm going like, no, 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 where no, no. is that in the constitution? Bill, <laughs> Bill, it, they've already had in 1869. There was a case in front of the Supreme Court about the Fourteenth Amendment, and the Supreme Court ruled that it didn't apply. It did not apply. They are it doesn't matter. They tried desperately to make the rules up as they go along. The left does. You know what? Um, for anybody that's coming up for uh, a January uh, 6th trial, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I'm going to tell you what you need to do right now. And the left will have a problem because, you know, they have all their talking points and their things. And transgenderism is a big thing. I would order a skirt and some makeup mm -hmm. and go, <laughs> you know, all this time, I just, I just realized I, I'm, I'm coming out. Are you and putting me in jail? Are you putting me in jail because I'm a transgender? That's oh. it. That's it. Oh, I, I'm sorry, God. but I have rights. And it's just, it's just too bad. <laughs> you got to let me go. Oh, gosh. You know what? It would probably work. It probably would work. <laughs> what can I say? In, in, in the liberal world, that would get you off the hook from a capital, what's, you, you know, what they call a capital crime. It's not a crime at all. Our good friend. My good friend Pat, uh, and I'll leave it at that because yeah, I know I don't yeah. want. She sent me uh, a, a video today of, of this young lady, and I Hi, say Pat. lady intentionally. She was this person was covered with these metal um, piercings, uh, you know, oh, all over the yeah, lip, yeah, 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 and yeah. she was irritated because she works in a clothing store. And I guess the owner or manager refers to all the employees as ladies. And she was offended, offended because she considers herself uh, a Thady. I don't know, Thady? How did you pronounce it? It wasn't a lady. It was a Thady. Or a th it was a, yeah, she, you know, they, she, they had her she had her different pronoun.
in place, you know? And, uh, and I was thinking, you know, th- there was a time in our country when I was most of my life, actually, where they had uh, uh, people who had issues like this were, were usually given some kind of therapy, you know, and, but that doesn't happen anymore. They just allow them to go out there and, and wow. vent their nonsense. You were a kid once, and uh, you know, if long you time ago. Let's go. No, a long time ago, but <laughs> not so not so long ago. Oh yes, I know. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, when you got in trouble at school, you know, your parents mm-hmm. would get called. My, I had kids that in school, believe it yes. or not, and uh, I would get the call from the principal. Uh, we need to uh, see you, Mister Knight. Uh, could uh, you have some time right now? We need to talk about <laughs> yes. your child. Yeah. yeah, they got in a fight, you know, or, or this or that, or yes. they said something. And you would have to go do the parent. Fortunately, conference. I didn't have children like that. My children were, you know, they were far too nice. <laughs> they never had issues like fights and brawls in the cafeteria. No, 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 no. They were ladies. Well, mine never got in a fight in the schoolyard. Uh, she would wait until they got <laughs> off the school grounds and knock them out. And I'm sitting there, and I had to go in for that. I'm going like, uh, Kayla, we need to talk because I had to go see the principal today. You know. Uh, I know you're an A student, but, uh, you know. You have a heck of a right, too, you know. (laughs) Oh, boy, did she? And she had a mouth on her, too. She still does. I love her still. But, you know, but the point is you had those conferences. Now they're teaching children, well, you know what, that that, that child of uh, Harrington's, he looks a little light in the loafers. He, we need to help trans him, and they're not going to call you. Oh, I know that. Teacher ta- conference on that. No, it's no. none of your dang business. No, well, why should you You're have a, a say? Parent. What do you What do you need to know about this? Why for? should Why should you have a say? If That's the right. child wants it, the child gets it. You know, even if they don't want it, we're going to tell them they need it. Because <laughs> uh, we're a school. We, we we're doing our public duty you know, by transforming your kid into a future Democrat voter. We are destroying our country. We're ripping We're ripping the fabric of our country apart. Now, we're not doing it, but the left is. The yeah. left is doing it, and they have an administration in place right now that condones it, that actually allows it, almost encourages it. Mm-hmm. The Department of Justice, many times when they should be protecting you from somebody, they turn around and come after you and protect that somebody, if you know what I'm trying to say. They well, they just uh, are not out there to help the common person. That's right. Well, you know what, though? What they're doing is backed up by the voting public. The, the biggest vote in American history, 85 million people voted for Joe Biden. So this is what you want. Now, ignore the fact... I got something somewhere I'm going well, with this. Well, I got something Apparently here, too. Apparently, the, the book... The no, book, no, uh, the... I got the audio right here, if oh, you want to hear it. it. This yeah, is Rob go. Schmidt talking about exactly what you are bringing up, sir. Yes, copies sir. of his 2016 New York Times bestseller, Shattered, inside Hillary Clinton's doomed campaign, actually sold fewer than 10,000 copies of a more recent book about Joe Biden called Lucky, how Joe Biden barely won the presidency. Lucky, also, thanks to... Uh, <laughs> the DOJ and other people that pushed him across the finish line. Uh, that book didn't even make it to the New York Times bestseller list after he sold 125000 on one on Hillary Clinton. Alan didn't even bother to go on tour with it. Admits he no longer plans to write another book on Biden, I bet. 
Meanwhile, some uh, of the most recent books on Biden have barely broke 5,000 copies, like The Long Alliance sold less than 1,500 copies. And uh, Jill Biden's biography sold fewer than 2,500 copies. It's a bit suspicious, isn't it, when they tell you how popular of a president he is and how many people voted for him? 81 million people voted for the guy, but they didn't buy the book. <laughs> I yeah, mean, well, you know what the, the you know what these books are for? Placeholders in a bookstore or at a store. You sit there, Joe Biden on the number one bestseller. You see that, and that that paints a mental picture. Yeah, what they do, you know, it's like the old record business. You know, you'd sit there and they go, "Hey, this this song is a platinum album already. It shipped platinum because yeah. they shipped." A million copies. That's right. That's but they, they don't. They and that gave them the 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 warehouse receipt. Well, a million copies right here. We got the receipt for it. It didn't sell a dang thing. Yep. But you got the receipt that it shipped, and then they take those albums back. They get return credit. But hey, it's a platinum record. The guy hey, Joe the, Biden is. Uh, you know, uh, he's he. He won 85 million votes, and, uh, you know, he's a big, uh, he's a big topic, too. The guy is Jonathan, Jonathan Allen, and the name of the book is Lucky. I would say that Jonathan is not very lucky when it comes to book sales. But, uh, well, no, but, well, you know, he thought he, he, thought he picked a winner, and uh, apparently uh, that horse, well, hey, that horse is still trotting in the of, circle. Speaking of horses and trotting... Um, there's a new interview that Tucker Carlson just did with a, a guy named Larry Sinclair. Here's the audio from the preview. You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yes. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cook with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. He was asked the obvious question, what was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is that? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. Okay, so Larry Sinclair has been around for quite some time, and the media literally has turned their back on his story. Nothing mm -hmm. to see here. Just keep moving along. I can remember... Uh, a talk show that you actually was, you were the program manager for the talk show in Pittsburgh. They were mm, talking about yeah. Larry Sinclair, I think, back in 2005. Yeah, uh, yeah. but now I wasn't the program manager then, but yeah, I, I put that show on the air and got it to, to notoriety. I, I yeah, well, this, this guy, Larry Sinclair, uh, he's openly gay, obviously. He had a drug issue, and he was talking about... Uh, a sexual exploit that he had a couple of times, at least, with Barack Obama. And here's the thing, friends. Let me just say one thing. If you're gay, if you enjoy uh, uh, that lifestyle, that's your business. 
Okay. That yeah. is your business. That is not anyone else's business. But, yeah. but here's the problem I have with this guy. He has sold the country an image, a package that isn't honest. It was a lie from the very beginning. The other interview that uh, Tucker's working on, I guess they're going to do it on the 19th, mm. is Malik Obama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think we have a new theme, though. And we don't have it queued up, but I think we ought to get it now. For What's any that? time we talk about Barack Obama, uh, we need to dig out Lou Reed, take a walk on the wild side. <laughs> Hitchhiked away across USA. Plucked her eyebrows on the way. Shaved her legs, and then he was a she. She says, hey, babe. Take, take a, a walk, walk on, on the, the wild side. side. Yeah, a lot said, of people hey, are these honey, days. Take a walk on the wild side. Oh, uh, yes. I think we have a new theme for, for Barack. Um, well, I'll, you I'll know, have to work even, on the that. even the transgender movement out there, take a walk on the wild side. I mean, there was a story of a uh, rugby game, I think it was, where one transgender person, you know, physically hurt women on the opposing team. Then there's the one transgender, I guess, gen, mm -hmm. gal, whatever, that sat there and said, uh, you know what? If you block me from going to the ladies' room, you better have a gun. Now, if I said something like that, you transgenders want to come in here when I'm in here, you better have a gun. I'd be in jail. Yeah, you got to love it. What's the difference here? You know, I mean, come on. Uh, this world is upside down. It is. It is. Um, They're going to walk now, on the dumb side. While th that interview was being recorded with Larry Sinclair, uh, Michelle... Was vacationing, oh, she's vacationing in Mallorca. Um, is that how you pronounce it? Mallorca. It's it's not Mallorca. Mallorca. <laughs> it's well, Mallorca. It's Mallorca, but yes. Mallorca. Yeah. A anyway, um, and she's staying at uh, the home of the former U.S. ambassador James Costas and his partner Michael Smith. Well, obviously, there you go. Now, a same-sex relationship. That say yeah. So well. uh, obviously, uh, she's right at home uh, with uh, with James and. Uh, his partner. So, yeah. well, what are they doing for fun? Well, the, the other thing they're contest? Gonna, the other thing they're supposedly talking about, and and I'm just saying, is that um, Michelle is not what she purports to be either, and yeah. we're going to find out that during the Malik interview, supposedly. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, hey, you know, yes. in in all fairness, yes, if if that's the way they lean. Yes. Just come clean. Do it. Just say what you are, and that's it. She, she says, You're honest hey, about babe, it. Take a I walk on the wild away. side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. <laughs> oh, gosh, you got to. You know, you gotta, it's going to be on shows everywhere else, too, walking the wild side. Now, I know. You know. You, Everyone's going to do it. You got to love the world we're living in right now. It is so upside down, isn't it? It's, yeah. a, it's amazing. Anyway, people were saying that Michelle was next in line, really. Forget Carmela, you know, for or Kamala. She is not really a serious contender for a replacement for, uh, for Biden. But everybody's saying, ooh, then it must be Michelle. Now you got this stuff coming out. What's this going to do? Wait, if you find out that Michelle is Michael and Barack is not who he says he was, you know, what do you have for a replacement for Biden?
Well, here's what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you look at Trudeau in Canada, and he's not that popular, but he's, you know, the Liberal Party, and there's really no replacement for him. Conservative, uh, you know, the conservatives there, forget it. You know, there's there's nothing going on there. UK, everywhere, you know, all the countries, you know, to be a liberal is the big thing around the world. And I think we're toying with that notion, too. I think it is a global phenomenon. And, um, you know, if, if anything, that might be the, that, that might be the cure for the Democrat hopes. And you and I, my friend, are mm-hmm. just a bunch of old fuddy-duddies. And if you're listening to this show, you're an old conservative fuddy-duddy, and we've lived past our time. I'm starting to see some of this writing on the wall. I don't we're think dinosaurs. so. No, we're, we're dinosaurs. I think you we have speak to do for yourself. Leave, <laughs> we need to leave big footprints. I'm Mr. Dinosaur to you. Well, yeah, but I'm saying leave big footprints. Don't don't just run off and hide in the cave. Yeah. You got to leave big footprints, and that way they know you were here. They know you're here. Here's, here's what I think I know. I can understand why you feel that way, but I'm a bit more optimistic. I do believe that we're going through a wake-up period in our country, finally. It's taken a long time. I I mean, if, if uh, Trump, after the 2020 election, were to have turned around and said, uh, I'm not leaving because it was stolen. They would have, he would have had a constitutional crisis on his hands. He would have had probably some kind of a, a civil disobedience situation. It would have been, and nobody on the left would have believed him. But now, three, two and a half years later, after all this coming down, there's a lot of people on the left who are finally opening their eyes. They're finally but- waking up. I think this is, I think. If you look at the polls, I mean, right now, the New York Times, can you imagine how hard it must have been for them to put out a poll that said Trump is tied with Biden? If oh, that, now that he's ahead. If he's the, ahead. But if that's the case, if, if they said he's tied, you know, in, in he's reality, ahead. he's like 25% ahead of Biden. They, they just can't. They can do so much. They can say he's tied. He's tied with Biden, but they just can't bring himself to say he's way ahead of Biden, you know? But, you know, the left is still worried about burying Trump and doing everything they can. Oh, yeah. Uh, You've got the Biden impeachment. Hasn't Mm -hmm. happened yet, and it doesn't, you know, I'm starting to wonder if it's ever going to happen. The Hunter investigation, well, that's a sham, too. You know, and I'm sitting there going, they're sweeping the... Biden investigate, you know, impeachment and the Hunter investigation all under the carpet, but they're still going after Trump. But the one thing that they are doing on the left, mm-hmm. they're acknowledging that Joe is old, you know, and maybe it's time they find somebody new. But here's did you see what he did yesterday, Bo? Did you see what oh, he, he did walked yesterday? off the stage? Yeah, before, <laughs> the, before, yeah, at the uh, at that ceremony yeah. and uh, what was the Medal, the of, Medal Honor. of Honor? Medal of Honor. Yeah, but. Before the benediction, he walked away. Well, I think yeah. that was because he was worried about catching on fire. During I, the think, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. <laughs> I'm but just saying that's if, all, if you but... saw the video of him, seriously, he puts the medal on the recipient, who, by the way, was an older gentleman, obviously mm-hmm. somebody who has waited a long time for this moment. He's up there. The president's putting the medal on him. He he fixes it. And then, then Biden, like a robot, turns to his left 
and walks directly straight out of the room. Not He doesn't walk off the stage right or stage left. He goes out into the audience and leaves the, the, uh, the room almost as if he had a glitch. And, and you would have thought somebody out in the hallway would have said, Mr. President, uh, the ceremony wasn't over. Maybe you should go back and, uh, uh, and finish up with the, the, you know, whoever that recipient was. And the recipient, by the way, the camera was on him. The recipient saw the slight. You know, he was very aware that the president abruptly left the room. Right. And he looked a bit put I don't blame him. Biggest uh, moment of his life. Probably, and he's snubbed by this bozo. Well, Amazing. If you were sworn into office, any office, you'd remember the date if it was an office of importance, right? Yep, absolutely. Joe does not know the year that he was sworn in as president. Well, see, you're putting a lot of pressure on him. You really are. You really are. Well, no, but you know, and but the left is starting to showcase this stuff that he's man, he might be too old. But see, the other thing that they're lightly saying, well, you know, Trump is only three years younger than him. I think they're making the case to, you know, because Trump grows in the polls yes. no matter what they throw at him. So the only thing they can do is acknowledge that that Biden is hit that age where he's feeble. And, well, Trump is only three years younger, so he can't be far behind. But, you know, there's a whole difference. There are some people who are... Yeah who are uh, sharp as attack when they're in their 90s. I mean, I think Henry Kissinger is still alive and still going to world meetings. Not that I'm a big fan of Henry Kissinger. Oh, not either, but, you know, yeah, you're right. He is. I mean, a, I've always said age is a number. It's how you take care of yourself. And, you know, there there are some genetics to it, too. But I think Trump, he's got a, he's got a sound mind, a solid mind. He he's does. in good health. People like to sit there and say, he's orange. And he's fat. Those pictures are doctored and doctored and doctored. Let's 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 hey Bill let's step back here and see what they're doing. Speaking of that, I saw right. I saw a a, a video of there's a company that, that's selling dolls. Have you seen this? The latest dolls. I'm not into dolls. No, but if you know, somebody sent me this thing, you got to see this. Sent you a and, doll? And they open no, they sent me a. <laughs> it was a video, and they open okay. up the. Uh, the wrappings for this doll, so help me God, it looks like a, a human baby. The eyes are moving, and it's the eyes are following you, and it's smiling occasionally, and it has the soft, you know, plastic skin that they have. You know, it's it's a, a new kind of a material that looks real. Feels and, real. And, well, the thing that I'm thinking about is, can you trust anything anymore? Anything no, anymore? I can, I can see the marketing value. I mean, I knew the lady that, uh, that that came up with the cabbage patch thing, and you know, it's got the birth certificate and everything. Oh, that's if you got that's crude compared to this bill. Yeah, I was going to say this would be something, but you know, it like everything, every other fad will hit the trash can at some point in time, just like real babies. You know, in real life, you know. Well, because, you know, I find it amazing. We live in a society where they don't want you to have kids; they want you to abort children. But they'll make a they'll make a killing on plastic babies, you know. Um, Biden was in a press conference a couple of days ago, and you know he's been on vacation over what do they say? Uh, over forty percent of his of his administration, he's been on mm -hmm. vacation. I mean, he, he has he's had more vacations than anybody. They used to accuse accuse Trump of doing all these vacations, which he's not even an nth 
of what yeah. Joe has done. You know, the left will accuse you of what they're guilty of. But listen to what he said to uh, this question. What? You said in March that you would go to East Palestine, Ohio. You came here. How come you haven't gone to East Palestine yet? Well, I haven't had the occasion to go to East Palestine. There's a lot going on here, and I just haven't been able to break. I was thinking whether I'd go to East Palestine this week, but I then was reminded I've got to go literally around the world. I'm going from... Uh, from Washington to India to Vietnam to, and so I, it's going to be a while. But uh, we're making sure that East Palestine has what they need materially in order to deal with their problems. The guy's a liar, folks. Because, uh, the people in East Palestine, I saw an interview uh, just a few days ago. By mm. the way, that was recorded when he was standing in front of the uh, rubble in Florida at the end of last week, you know. He, when, he went, when he made that pit stop for a photo op, and then he took off right away. Uh, but as far as East Palestine, how many times has he gone to Delaware on, on a long vacation? Do you think maybe he could have taken one of those one of those vacations and gone up to uh, East Palestine, Ohio, and, and uh, comforted the people up there and given them something? They are still to this day. And how, what is this, four months ago, five months ago? They are no. still suffering from the pollution from that derailment. They still have cars, derailed cars all over the place. They still have poison in their water supply. People are still drinking bottled water. They're still, they still can't sell their homes. Their mm. homes are, are, are valueless, and, and it's not their fault. And this clown, he just won't go up there. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you mentioned about uh, their homes and the devaluation, and there's a lot of fires going on everywhere, and, uh, you know, a lot of people saying they're set fires. We, you know, Rome is burning. The United States is burning down in other parts of the world. Now, there is a company that's going in, scarfing up, Oh yeah, you know, property so that they can, they can take it off the market, they can get it cheap, and then they put it back on the market as a high rate, and they want to own 60% or more of American real estate by the end of 2023. And if you look, mm -hmm. you know, uh, private money is out there. Cash money. Bill. Cash. RFK Jr., who, uh, I mean, some of the things he says I like, but I don't yeah. like a lot of his social policies. I'm, I'm, I'm pro-life, and I think he's pro-choice. Uh but, you know, he's the kind of guy at least you can talk to, and he gives you uh, a solid answer. He's not a, a kind of a buffoon like the guy we have in office now. But mm. RFK Jr., he talks about the problem you're talking about, and he mentions— it's a big problem. He mentions the company bill. Listen. We've all heard stories of 20- and 30-year-old kids who can't afford to buy a house and even can't afford rent and are moving back in with their parents— this isn't happening because young people have suddenly gotten lazy. Monthly mortgage payments for home buyers are up 20% just in the last year, and that's because interest rates have doubled. Meanwhile, the cost of the average home has gone from $250,000 to $400,000 just since 2019. And those higher home prices have also driven up the cost of rent. So now Americans are paying a third of their income for rent. That's the highest ratio since records were kept. So what's happening? Well, what's happening is BlackRock, State Street, and Bank are these giant corporations which own 88% of the S&P 500, 
on the market. They outbid prospective home buyers with cash offers. They add that property to their investment portfolio, and then they rent it back to you or your children at the most exorbitant rate that the market can bear. So how can our kids or the typical American homeowner win a bidding war with BlackRock? By 2030, these giant corporations are on track to own 60% of the single-family homes in our country. So BlackRock wants to be everybody's landlord and everybody's neighbor, but I'm not going to let that happen. When I get to the White House, I'm going to restore affordable home ownership to every American, and I'm going to do that without raising the national debt. And here's how I'm going to accomplish that feat. I'm going to create a federal program that backs mortgages at 3% financed by tax-free bonds. These mortgages are going to be available to people only, not corporations. This will drop mortgage payments by more than $1,000 a month for a medium-priced home and allow your children to outcompete BlackRock in the market. So here's how it works. Imagine that you had a rich uncle who was willing to co-sign your mortgage. Well, I'm going to make Uncle Sam that rich uncle. It's not a giveaway. It's a loan guarantee that makes that property affordable to millions of Americans who cannot now afford it. This is just one of the policies that the Kennedy administration will deploy to create millions of new home buying opportunities at payments of less than $1,000 a month. We're also going to change the tax code to get corporations out of the single-family home market. And we're going to work with municipalities to get empty lots and derelict homes back into circulation at low prices. As President of the United States, I'm going to create a housing boom in this country the same way that we did it after World War II when we made home ownership affordable for working people. I think it's a great idea. What he's going to do is he's going to make the U.S. government your rich uncle. It's going to be the co-signer on your on your mortgage, on your home loans. Well, the co-signer, though, you know, the, the price of the home is still the price of the home, and cash still trumps out financing, and the financing with the government comes tied to ECOA, to TILA, and all those other initials that are out there that regulate uh, the, the process of getting that loan. But, Bill, the thing is this. The problem initially is a lot of young people can't afford to get into the home ownership market. They just can't do it. They haven't got, even if they have the cash or a chunk of cash to put down on it, they're so expensive right now, the homes, they just can't do it. But what can happen based upon this idea is the government can co-sign it, which is guaranteeing you and your and your deal, and like every other uh, homeowner, I mean, I can't tell you, in my life, I have uh, refinanced my house two or three times uh, at least. And because things change, the, the mm. environment change, interest rates come down, the whole banking system changes, and it's more, uh, more affordable and a smarter move to refinance. And I think, yeah. I think it's going to be a good thing now. I think stuff like that is going to make him attractive to uh, to Trump of all people. I think you may see him uh, probably on the Trump administration if he doesn't, because I think the Democrats are going to sabotage his his chances for the presidency because well, he's sabotaging everybody, Trump and everybody, because they yeah. wanted to. And you know what? They want to see BlackRock. You know, they'll, they'll vilify him now, but they want to see that. Who do you think backs all those Dems? 
Yeah. Well, let, let's look at it this way. You know, he said 2030, but right. I had seen a report that they want it by 2023. They want to get it before the election, and they have the cash to walk into. They could walk up to you, uh, Jim, and say, look, you know, your home, let's just, I'll throw a number out right. there, is worth $450,000. Mm-hmm. Let's say we give you $650,000 right now, cash in the barrel. That's it. You got it. You give us the deed. It's our home. Well, wow. the average person would sit there and say, I'm making $200,000 <laughs> profit on my house. You know, you know what the first thing I would think of, though, Bill? This, this is just me. Uh, I think, wait a second. And how much is it going to cost me to find someplace else to live, you know, beyond here? Let's say they say they're going to give me a $200,000 boost on this house. What's going to happen when I, want, I, I go try to buy another house? Am I going to have to pay... 250000 more than it's worth to get it? Yeah, but if you're looking at, uh, you know, what do I have to leave my kids? You might sit there and say, I'll give them the cash. They already got a house, so I can unload this pretty quick and uh, not have to worry about it because they're going to sell it cheap anyway to BlackRock. So why not? You know, why don't you get, a, get the profit? Because, you know, when they got cash, I mean, there has to be something done. I know in some states they have a, a housing program that a certain allotment of homes have to be there and there are caps on how how much value that home could accelerate into. And if you own other property, you can't own that house. And when you go to sell it, you can only sell it for set amount of money, you know, that's realistic. And you're going to have to sit there. But then again, that gets into project type homes. Although, like in Massachusetts, they got something like that, and they're pretty nice homes, condos, and that, but there's not many of them. You know, the, the opportunity for the common person I, is I, just not there anymore. I think this is a way to to nudge BlackRock out of the market. You know, if you have the government backing the homeowners and, and people are not automatically selling their homes to BlackRock, I didn't realize this was such a problem, Bill. I didn't think... I, maybe I'm, I'm just naive. I haven't been in the home market for a while now. And I was thinking, you know, wow, is BlackRock really buying up all these mortgages, all these homes? Yeah. Wow. Sure. I'm unbe- yeah. unbelievable. You know, and uh, who's big as BlackRock? Well, maybe not as big, but uh, has got money. Uh, Gates. You heard about his big investment, right? Oh, well, I know he's buying up all the farmland out in the Midwest. Well, you know, I mean, you see this big transgender movement, the the spokes, uh, the transgender spokesperson that killed a brand, and maybe that was by design, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bud Light. Yeah. Well, now uh, Bill Gates walked in and bought 1.7 million shares of Bud Light at a discount price because he <laughs> believes it's going to come back. Yeah. How yeah. much you want to bet Mulvaney and all these transgenders are going to go, it's the beer of choice. Let me tell you something, though. I think <laughs> Gates, nod, is, nod. Gates is the kiss of death for Budweiser. If they sold all that stuff, is it the controlling shares? No, it's not Not the controlling shares. I share. have no idea. Well, you know, but you got one of the heirs wants to buy yeah. back. That's a, that would know? be a smart move. You know what? All I'd do, if I were him, I'd buy the name out from under him and say, you know what? Sorry, but that's my name. Want it back and take it but to They court. won't sell it. They'll, they'll uh, you know, they they are still, by the way, being hammered big time uh, in the uh, 
in the marketplace. You cannot, uh, you, you can go, what's it, uh, What's that motorcycle place, uh, motorcycle convention out in the mid? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Sturgis. Sturgis. Thank you very much. Uh, the old mine. Sometimes you have to really hit it hard to get it working. Yeah, you know? i got to uh, jump start mine every yeah. once in a while. But uh, at Sturgis, Budweiser had this massive uh, display uh, on the main drag. I mean, they, they must have gotten the parking lot and just made it all Budweiser, and they had tents all over the place, and they had uh, a people dressed up in Bud, nice Budweiser shirts. They had dispensing machines all over the place, and the place was empty. They, nobody was there. Now, mind you, maybe a year or two ago, the place would have been packed. It would have been the, the place of choice for people to stop in and have a beer and talk about their bikes. But this year, empty. It was mm -hmm. empty. So uh, I don't know whether that was a smart move. Maybe Gates thinks there's value in the name yet. Maybe there will be value in the name, but it won't be if he promotes it the wrong way. If he promotes it, uh, if he continues to make it uh, uh, the alternate part of our society's choice, they're going to lose their base and it will never come back. It'll never come back. It, it's not going to happen. You know, they made their money, by the way, for being an American beer, you know, this, for all you do, this, this buds, buds for, for you. you. Right. Yeah. And forget it. Now, after what happened with Mulvaney, they turned their back on, on their, their entire customer base. Everybody who drinks Budweiser for the most part was offended. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not just talking about heterosexuals. I'm talking about a lot of the gay segment of our society who drinks Budweiser. They were offended because, you know, if you look at what Mulvaney was doing, it was kind of a, a joke. He was, you know, I don't, I don't you know that he's a true trans because I don't think he's gone through any procedures. He might've had some uh, facelifting or something like that, but uh, I still think he has to use a urinal. You know, <laughs> uh, Actually, yeah, he went into the hospital. It was, he got plastic surgery, you know, and uh, went under, I, I don't know if he went under the knife or what for the face, but it was just all facial. Yeah. But, you know, he, he was in the hospital bed. You know, I'm going through my transition, and I'm recording this for TikTok. And, you know, I'm sorry. I, I do TikTok videos. Haven't done one in a while, but I sure as hell don't do stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the, I mean, if I did I anything. I certainly hope not. To, Oh, if I did anything, it would be a farce. Hey, I, I love, for sure, I love but... your mustache, I'll tell you. <laughs> hey, well, you know what, though? Well, now, now they're saying down there, there's one trans guy that's out there. He's got a beard, and he's he's upset that women won't date him, uh, you know, that lesbians won't date him because he's got a beard. And I'm like going, dude, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, know. just because really. you've made the transition doesn't, you know, was, what, you're getting in touch there was with a your time when, now that you're a transgender? There was a uh, time when people were, were given therapy for stuff like this, and now we just let them roam the streets. What can yeah, I say? Well, um, yeah. i got to play something for you. Uh, President Trump addressed the vaccine situation. You know, they're trying to pump the, you know, the whole COVID, making a rebound. Oh, hey, got to wear oh. a mask. Gotta wear a mask, everybody, because you know six people in Des Moines got uh, COVID. You know, and now, oh, did you hear? 
Jill Biden tested positive for COVID. No. And Whoopi Goldberg, who was double vaxxed and double boosted, she's off with COVID too, which which says to me, that damn vaccine doesn't do a darn bit of good. <laughs> Nothing. Well, actually, there was a study on the vax, and actually people that have got vaxxed yes? are more susceptible of getting COVID. Isn't that wonderful? Complications. So if you got the, and I don't mean this to poke fun at you because you got, got roped two into shots, it. I know. Yeah, I know. but you didn't get four. The people that got all four, mm-hmm. uh, they are at health risk. And yet they want to sit there. They're already, Joe's going, well, I'm going to start wearing the mask. Yes. And everyone's going in. I mean, there's there's schools that are now forcing the mask. Oh, I know. And they're talking about mandatory, you know, vaccinations. And I'm like going, what? Excuse me? But do you know how many of these people out there are saying, well, you know, during the previous uh, pandemic, we didn't mandate anything. It was a decision on the part of, of society for them. Bull. We got the videotape. Not here, and I'm not going to play it now. But there's miles of tape, of audio, of uh, guys like uh, Fauci saying, Hey, will you? You got to wear the mask. You can't go outside without that mask, you know? You got to wear the mask, or we're going to have to lock you up. That's right. Go to gunpoint. We'll give you the shot at gunpoint. Do you like to eat? You want to eat? You wear a mask. I don't know how you do that, but. uh, Because we're going to knock your teeth out. That's why you need to wear a mask. (laughs) Anyway, uh, President Trump had some things to say about this. Listen. We're hearing about a lot of complaints from vaccine injured. To say a lot, it's like an understatement. Numerous. The pharmaceutical companies have refused to release their data on vaccine side effects, but we've seen cases of myocarditis, blood clots, heart attacks. They're all increasing. The, 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 the research has never been released. So will you demand that the vaccine companies, that the pharmaceutical companies release their vaccine data to the public so that we can see what they're actually seeing about the side effects of this vaccine? Well, they should do that. You know, we're all in this together and they should be doing that. And frankly, uh, anything new, and I hadn't heard what he said yet, but anything new has got to be looked at very carefully. But they should be doing that. If they have facts, I mean, the facts are public. They should be made public immediately. People should understand that, and they should they should know what research is, is showing and what fact-finding is. You know, this is now after the case. Don't forget, when we started, nobody ever had any idea. The word, Even the word pandemic, it was 100 years ago. 1917 that was the last time and it was you know it was a horrible thing 100 million people perhaps died but uh you know nobody thought that could happen again it seemed like an ancient kind of a thing you know the plague they talked about the plague but we had our own plague it was called COVID. it was called the china virus and frankly it was not it was what it did to the world what what that wuhan lab and what came out of there because it came out of the wuhan lab and what that did to the world was unbelievable. 60 trillion in damages, so many dead people, millions and millions of people all over the world. What happened there was just incredible, horrible. Yeah, so President Biden, just a couple of days ago, he said he is going to release a new vaccine that works. 
those are his exact words that works i don't know if that's to indicate that he thinks the last vaccine didn't work but the vaccine the pharmaceutical companies have been protected by the prep act and that protects them until i think it's december 24th when that sunsets so once that sunsets and then they they can be held liable for any type of vaccine injuries will you tell the vaxxer the, the these companies that they must be honest about what has happened with this vaccine and do you believe that we should be starting a new vaccine at this yep. point they have to let look they have to be honest with the numbers the facts and you know they, they have an obligation to be honest and if they are going to hold back that means they're holding back something that's not good so it's good for them to be honest and people are going to understand exactly it too. that's exactly what we they have, have to yes. be honest with the and they have to any information they have to release it and that is not what we're hearing from this current administration and mr president i'm telling you there are people out there that are desperate to have you stand for them in that case well we'll stand for them in many ways you know it's funny president trump was blamed by a lot of people you know always it was his administration that uh, encouraged people to get vaccinated and it was because of guys like Fauci and Dr. Deborah Burks who got up there and he trusted these people initially. They they were sold as being the experts and the people who had the answers. And they told the president of the United States, it is our opinion based upon science. Remember, remember how Fauci would say, well, I'm, I'm science. Uh, I, I speak for science. You know, I speak for yeah, science. science. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, well, he didn't know what he was talking about. He wasn't speaking for science. He was mm-hmm. speaking, by the way, for politics. He was speaking for uh, people who were not on the side of the president the, that he was working for at the time. He, mm-hmm. he, was a, he was not to be trusted. So anyway, Trump believed the advisors that he had at the time. Since then, he's had a chance to look at everything, and he knows where... He knows where he was uh, led. He knows what happened. Now, he mm-hmm. does think that the pandemic was a China virus, but I think he believes that uh, that he was sold a bill of goods with this vaccine and, and how maybe they handle it. I mean, it's been proven the pandemic, uh, the lockdowns, it wasn't effective. No. You know, the, the, the masking of uh, everybody. Uh, those masks didn't work. Even the N95s were not effective. What they did do, most people will agree, is they stop if when you're talking. If you you know you spit something out, you know, uh, it keeps the droplets from going out into the air. That's a good thing, maybe. But for the most part, they don't save you from getting the virus. It's like throwing, as I've said before, sand through a chain link fence. It has you know it doesn't really work. But yet they're trying to get you back into it because it is a control thing. It is a power thing on the part of the left. If they can get you fearful again, if they can have you cowering in your house, if they can have you voting by mail, they can Mm -hmm. manipulate the mail, they can manipulate the elections just like they did before. The mail service can't even handle the mail. They're so understaffed, They and that's been a proven fact, that they can't do it, they can't handle it. And yet we're going to rely on the mail. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Simply amazing. One other thing, uh, you see with the, uh, this guy, Jack Smith, you know, uh, he's mm-hmm. the yeah. prosecutor, the special counsel. What do they call it? Special counsel? Special counsel. Uh, yeah. He is, um, he's ticked off that uh, Trump is 
speaking so much in public because he thinks well, it's going to try to lock him up. Well, it's going to threaten and prejudice the jury pool. This is what Smith says. It's going to threaten to prejudice the jury pool. Mind you, the jury pool in uh, D.C., forget it. They're all Democrats. <sighs> that, that's why they picked D.C. It is a hand-picked jury, trust me. And you don't think the media with opinion news like, uh, you know, AP, Associated <laughs> Opin- right. uh, Propaganda, yeah. the, the opinions that they express do not affect the jury pool that's out there. I mean, I don't think there's anywhere you can go, thanks to the media, that anybody can get a fair trial because they have gone beyond their moral obligation and their boundaries. Bill, where does this lead, though? This leads to maybe them going to a judge and putting a gag order in place on the president? No, they've already said, you say anything about it, and we're going to lock you up. They they did that purposely because that's yeah. a setup. You know, a number one, Trump is running for office. They don't want him talking about anything. So if he talks about, you know, what he's going to do, he, he doesn't even have to talk about that. He could talk about, yeah, you know, I'm running against Joe Biden, and uh, this is what Bidenomics is doing, killing our country. Here's what I'm going to do. Hey, you can't do that. I'm sorry, but you're campaigning. Lock him up. That's all yeah. they want to do. They want to, they're, they're testing their metal. They're waiting, they're getting up their nerve mm-hmm. and they're going to do it. But uh, I mean, it's just went, well, you know, it's coming up. Uh, what is today? Today is today the sixth. Is, yeah. Today so is five days from now is nine one one. So, you know, some kind of major news. Event and you know where Joe will be, you know, where Joe will be on nine 11. No, well, no, he, he's uh, going to be in Alaska. You know, he's gonna, he's going to be north. paying respects to the people of nine 11 who died in in New York and in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, and in Washington, D.C., he's going to pay his respects by going to the furthest point in our country, up in Alaska. Well, there was that big frostbite epidemic up there on 911. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, Kevin McCarthy, who is vacillating with with respect to uh, doing the impeachment. He goes back and mm-hmm. forth. One day he says he's going to do it. The next day, oh, well, we got to talk about this thing. And I mean, he's, he really, well, it's driving some of his Republican cohorts uh, a bit crazy. And one of the things he agreed to when he became the speaker this time around is uh, that any one, any one member of the House can vote to have him replaced as speaker. That, this is a whole different ball of wax. Uh, it's a, they, If they do it, what do they call it? They call it a resolution. Uh, if if a Republican goes forth on the floor and says, I, I, I want to recall uh, the speaker, they have to take a vote on whether or not he is still the Speaker of the House. Whereas right. before, when Pelosi was in there, it was a much stronger position. McCarthy's really kind of held there by a thread. But, you know, power is a funny thing. You start to believe you. You start to believe you really got it when you're sitting in that chair. And right. and I think they're about to make him realize that it's not as strong a chair as he thought it was. You don't be surprised if they do a recall on McCarthy if he doesn't do what but they want him to get, do. Who's going to get the chair? And are they going to do it? And is it going to be in time? Or are the Democrats going to be able to take it now and spin it saying, ah, yeah, they're doing this because... Oh, see, look, you know, because they've got the DOJ and everything in their pocket. 
So, you know, I, I think it's all a show. I don't know that we can. Well, they you know. they can remove McCarthy based upon the, the rules of the uh, of Congress, of the House of Representatives. But uh, whether or not they pull that trigger, who knows? But there's talk of them doing that it, so much so that it it made a story today on uh, some of our websites. Anyway, my friend, once again, we have uh, done another show. It's in the can, as they would say. As opposed to that gentleman on that airplane who didn't make yeah, the can. I was yes. say, yeah, he was yeah. in the aisle. That's mm. true. Yes. Anyway, if you if you want to uh, if you want to reach us, our number is 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Remember when you fly Delta, you're slip sliding away. You, you sure are. Aisle. Yes. Be <laughs> careful when you're walking back to the restroom. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, mask won't work in that flight. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, listen, um, have yourself a wonderful day, and a lot of things are happening. You keep your ear to the rail because I really think that there's there's things that are going to, you know, Bongino says this a lot on his show. Have you noticed? He says something is about to happen. I don't know oh, exactly what. I do believe what. that. And, he, and I think this might be the week, either this week or early next week. When is the uh, six days from now? Or five days from now would put it uh, to what? Sometime this weekend. Well, you're I talking about the 11th. Monday. The the 11th would be uh, yeah on Monday. Yep. Yeah. So but yeah, between now and Monday, something's probably going to happen. But um, oh, by the way, if you go on a Delta flight, never say ships ahoy because they might <laughs> never mind. Stop it, Bill. If you would, sir, <laughs> just end it as you normally would, please. <laughs> Well, like the people in the plane. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs>Can a retired New York City cop stop it from happening? If the cop is Jack Kane, then it's got a good chance. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery by Jim Harrington, is a page-turner that will keep you riveted from cover to cover. Strike at the Giant, a Jack Kane mystery from Dover and Blackstone Media, LLC, is available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and many other great online book sites. Or visit itsanotherday.com and click on our link at the top of the page. When it comes to mysteries and a great read, Strike of the Giant is all you need. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. 
and tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?